space for idea sharing a space to question your last move and to help you rethink the next one and to challenge your existing beliefs a space that engages entrepreneurs and top thinkers this is an acute media original i'm oranda dixon and this is yellow tip Podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime, and we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. In this episode, I feature a young mind dedicated in bettering the lives of the less privileged through the provision of food, clothes, mentorship and education. I have a talk about how you become selfless, how do you build empathy? acute.co.ke acute.co.ke Welcome to Yellow Tip. In this episode I'm joined by Kennedy Otieno. There's a lot to cover. Hey, Kennedy, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. How you how was your week? My week has been good. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Just thank God that's been a very great week. It's interesting how people say yeah when they don't have anything else to <laughs> do. <laughs> do, you find, do you find it anyway? Like Karibu Sana. Thank you so to much. To Yellow Tape and Acute uh, Media Studios. Appreciate. There's a lot to cover in this episode. Like one, how does one really build empathy? How do you become selfless and building compassion? But before we start covering those complex items, maybe we can start by how would you describe Kennedy Otieno? Well, uh thank you so much Mr. Dixon. Well, Kennedy is a, is a young child rights activist and a humanitarian, someone that uh, has passion towards humanity. Yes, I I enjoy seeing other people happy. Yes, so that's me. Wow, that's quite impressive. And that's that's the thing. Like, how do you how do you get to that point of? You know, like that's that's equate that's equating that to, you know, there are a few characters. Mm-hmm. Mahatma Gandhi was one, and Jesus <laughs> was the other. You know, like how do you become that self selfless, and you know, building that compassion towards other people? But before we go to that, mm-hmm. you also go by the name Ashley. Mm-hmm. Is is that your name? Uh huh. Well, the name Ashley. Okay, first and foremost, Ashley is a unisex name. Yeah. And then this is the nickname that was given to me back then. That this is how I, okay, uh, I'm known by this name. Most people do not know my real name. They know me as Ashley Ken. And so I took it. How did, how did, you, how did it come about? Were you a footballer and you used to love mm. Ashley Cole? Like, uh, how was it? Uh, when I was in primary school, <laughs> I was a singer, yeah? Uh-huh. I used to sing. And uh, I used to adore Rihanna so much. Yeah. And... Uh, my classmates, uh, that's girl, uh, girls, uh, they began calling me Ashley, Ashley, in that, yeah, because I was singing lots of Rihanna songs and all those. Yeah, this is how the day be, uh, came about, yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, things changed, you know, we grew up, yeah, mm-hmm. so things changed. Yeah, however, this name, I've tried changing it several times, but uh, still people call me by this name, so yeah. I had just to embrace it. 
yeah for sure mm. for sure for mm. sure i like the fact that you've you've gone back and explained to us that when you were young you were you were singing mm. can you talk to us a little bit about you know you are growing up how were you like as a kid okay well uh i was uh well i'm born tao eh <laughs> born tao and uh i was pas- uh, partially brought uh, uh raised by my parents and partially uh, raised in a children's home yeah so let me begin by pa- by life in my parents house it was a you know i come from a very uh a very less privileged family and uh we were eight and uh my dad was didn't have like that stable uh, source of income and so there were domestic issues yeah whenever my dad could uh, uh came home without uh without uh, uh make maybe having uh, have not made, made any money for maybe for the day yeah he'll he'll be mad with at my mom yeah and then uh, all the all that anger will lead to 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 domestic violence and uh, and then it will extend it will extend to to me yeah you know dad used to say that i'm not of his but uh we look alike yeah yeah so that was my life yeah I, okay anyway there were also good moments at home yeah but uh there were more bad moments than good yes Okay. Then one thing led to another, and I found myself in a children's home. That this guy by the name Georgia Sisi, uh, this guy took me as his own son in a children's home called Tumaini Korogocho. He raised me. He ensured that I acquired education, and uh, my parents never followed me up. Yeah, and yeah. So one 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 thing led to another until I found myself uh, uh, graduating from uh, college and. I become a child rights activist yeah so many things happened the story is too long mm-hmm. yes um just maybe a quick follow up on that uh when well have you, have you tried yourself making contact with your parents oh yes yeah we are uh, actually we are in good terms yeah i've gone uh, they are they are at, at, at our home county yeah mm-hmm. so i've i've uh i've paid them a visit sometimes yeah and uh, we normally communicate you know you know we had to forgive each other yeah i remember there's a time i i pre- i planned myself and i traveled to shago i met dad and mom and you know uh, upon seeing me they just began shedding tears yeah and i was like dad i love you so much mom i love you so much you know we, we spoke out things dad was only mad at me because he was frustrated by the issues of life yeah but uh, today we are in good we, we are in good terms we are yeah he's my dad and i'm so much proud of him yeah okay mm. well, that's that's quite um that's quite a a, a human heart you really yeah. have there because i'm uh, i just have one question in terms of can you just talk to us just a bit of a process in terms of how you went towards healing because i can imagine you being a kid and then your parents no longer being there how that can be heartbreaking mm. and 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 you know like that process of how did you get to that realization you're like okay I need to forgive this family it's my family and there was this mm. mistake like what was your process what's the mm. process what was the process for you well uh as to my uh to my children's home yeah uh we we used to have so many so many benefactors 
people from people from different uh uh walks of life but used to pay us a visit to support us yeah and the this this team from university of nairobi a team led by a lady by the name jerusa yeah they they used to come visit us and also talk speak to us about god speak to us about forgiveness and all that yeah but to me in my heart there was a very big scar that my dad had as in, uh, that was caused by my dad yeah and uh, it was so hard for me to just forgive that because i you know i i underwent a lot of things so many nasty things yeah and so it was all about my dad i never loved him yeah and uh, so uh, upon being talked through uh the need for forgiveness and all that upon uh seeing more many kids suffer and uh, the ghost situation caused by their parents and that at some point they let it go and they forgive each other and all that yeah uh, i got convicted that um uh, unforgiveness is just like cancer if you do not forgive then it will just it will it will kill you you the one uh uh not letting it go yeah yeah so if you not let let it go it will kill you yeah and so I got convicted that there is no need of holding such grudges, hatred in my heart. I had to let it go, regardless of what my dad did to me. Yeah. And so after finishing my, after doing my KCSE, that is in 2012, uh, this dad of mine, George, uh, he, he gave me some money, and I used this money to go see my parents at home, purposely to seek forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so we met. They were in tears. They were like, "Where, where have you been? How have you been? Are you, uh, have you schooled?" and i was like yeah i've even finished my form for and we forgive each, each other yeah because if at all i could not let it go then even today i'll be still living under that hatred mm-hmm. yeah under depression hatred and frustrations sometimes you have to let it go yeah yeah that's really powerful can mm-hmm. unforgiving is like cancer that kills you yes was there a connection like you're growing up you are the person the life that you've gone through how was that influence you becoming how did that influence you becoming uh this child activist because i know you've also started a number of initiatives which you're mm. going to talk about mm. specifically but i just want to know like is there a connection between the life you grew up with with mm. what or rather the cause that you decided to follow in, as a person okay well uh growing up i was a singer yeah singing was my talent yeah and i have even recorded some songs here yeah. yeah but uh but i came to realize that uh the uh there is something in me that uh what that was never giving me peace yeah whenever i could sing yes but uh there was no fulfillment uh in in this children some there were so many kids that uh, we were forced to take care of them of yeah and uh also seeing my dad my adopted dad struggling with us yeah yes yet he, he had his own family yeah, struggling with us and uh ensure that we go to school all those things uh i got convicted that indeed this is i should do the same yeah because okay only okay uh some of us do not know as in what people go through outside here but personally i've been there i've been in a children's home not a standard children's home a children's home somewhere in the middle of a slum somewhere you get it yeah where even affording uh affording let's say one meal a day was a dream come true it wasn't easy at all yeah and i was like okay this guy is struggling so much yeah he's doing this for us he don't he doesn't know us but he's 
he's embracing us with love. I think I need to extend this love something else. And then I I got inspired also to to touch touch life somewhere. So I became a volunteer in this organization. Yeah. I used to take care of the young ones in this organization. Yeah. And so after my my KCSE, I had to leave because I was now 18 years and like 18 and above. Yeah, I was an adult, so I had to leave the children's home. So leaving, I still have had that passion in me, so I had to, uh, uh, like put my little resources together, easy person dogon dogon apart and all that, and buy kids, uh, kids in Kasabuni slam pencils, because I could only afford pencils at that time. Yeah buy for some kids in need maybe a school uniform maybe a pair of of of, of a trouser or short yeah and so that's how i began doing uh humanity as in humanitarian uh, uh things yeah yep but the passion came from that children's home the children's home where in tumaini yes tumaini okay mm. so uh, that what george was doing to you then you felt like the need to extend that to others yes so can you talk to us about the some of the initiatives that you've you've started? I know from buying pencils you've sort of grown yes since then. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh huh. in two in two thousand and fifteen, September, we registered a community based organization named named uh, named Hands of Help Children's Organization. Now through this organization we support and promote the welfare of the less privileged children. Through the the provision of basic need needs, yeah. In school, you were taught that uh, we have three basic needs: that is, uh, food, cl- uh, shelter, clothing. and clothing. But uh, to me, I think uh, we we have more than three basic needs. We have, of course, food, shelter, and clothing, and we also have education. In this area, is a basic need, and we also have sanitary towels for adolescent girls. It is a basic need. Yeah, so we've been supporting kids uh, acquire education. We take them to different schools so that they may acquire education as a basic need, yeah. Uh, also, we support uh, some kids with uh, learning materials and also we support other kids, or depending with the need, that is, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we support uh, other kids with uh, maybe school uniforms, uh, school uniforms, such like things. We also give... Uh, uh, we we also support our kids with uh, how do I call them, like uh, dry food stuffs, yes. According to the need, because you know our needs are not the same. Uh, someone may be in need of uh, of clothing, while, while, else, while someone else is in need of something different from clothing. Maybe they have enough clothing, but they do not have food. Yeah, so we consider the need. So that's what we do. That's really amazing. Um, I like the fact that you've uh, you've sort of opened up the basic need category uh, mm. from just the three that we grew up knowing. Mm. I remember, I think the other day was uh, was I saw a piece by a Kenyan TV station uh, of a situation in, Nya, in in an area in Nyanza whereby girls were actually exchanging sex for sanitary towels, mm. and this little girls now end up being pregnant and i mean uh, you know the the story goes on by oh he promised he's going to buy me shoes mm. he's going to buy me books he's going to buy me in exchange for me to sleep with him you know like it was it, it was equally frustrating you know like seeing that 
then when you follow through the, the after the lady gets pregnant the guy disappears yeah. without even buying those mm-hmm. pencils and then and, 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 and sanitary towels so what you're doing is really great and it, and like i said i like the fact that you've opened it up mm-hmm. to so that was hands of help yeah initiative Yeah. That is in Korogosho still? Ah uh, no, in Babadogo. Babadogo. Yeah. Oh, Kasabuni. Kasabuni, yeah. Okay, okay. And just before we go on, yeah, it's still on the same piece that you watched, huh? Yeah. Uh it okay, there is something that I ask myself and yeah. Uh today the government is issuing uh free uh condoms. Yeah. Free condoms. In every public toilet you find a, a packet dispense there now i ask myself that between a condom a, a, a condom and a piece and, and a box of sanitary towel which one is more important one uh menstrual cycle is something that, that comes every single month yeah but for a sexual urge can be controlled you get that yeah so i was thinking that uh, if the government can just uh maybe uh dispense uh also this entire towels to adolescent girls for free at least it will make a very huge difference yeah because yeah. Uh, you know i also have sisters and i've seen my sisters using uh a piece of tissue during the menstrual cycle i've seen girls lowering lowering their dignity in the name of they are looking for they as in they want to exchange just yeah, to, yeah. Uh, 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 an intercourse with yeah. with, uh, with, 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 with sanitary towel, sanitary towel yeah? yeah and in this era you can imagine mr dixon there are girls somewhere people will not believe this but somewhere girls that are still using pieces of cloth cloth during their menstrual cycle yeah it is it is i i definitely see where you're coming from with your with your with your approach of you know the government maybe trying to um rethink about the sanitary towels and and i really wish we can get there um i, I think one of the other reason uh, why the condoms were maybe made an essential rather they were being given almost for free was if you can remember we had this pand- uh, epidemic of hiv and, and 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 i think at the point where we have we've sort of controlled it and and i really like what you've uh, you've suggested in terms of you know the government may be opening that up as well to sanitary towels because it's it's really and i think if you, what i usually look at is when if they can start with vulnerable communities then coming mm. upwards mm. that that would be would make a bit more you know meaningful impact let's talk about is it called haven haven yes have I, li- i like the name you know it's like it's like Where did, how did that the name come before we talk about <laughs> cuz haven seems mm. like a safe place mm. right mm. Yeah. i think from a english refuge place, yeah yes. refuge mm. yeah. Mm. yeah well uh you know okay uh to some kids uh uh back home back at their homes yeah and open up to us more than they open up to their uh parents and guardians yeah and so uh, we decided to to rebrand hands of help yeah and re- rename it a haven because this is a refuge point for these kids yeah a place where when they come at least they, they they're sure that uh that that uh, they'll be listened to yeah they'll be listened to they'll be taken care of such like things mm. 
Yeah, and so we are trying just to, of course, we are registered as hands of help, but we're trying to uh, to have this haven as our as into as our operate operating uh, brand. Yeah, mm. yes, yes, that's, that's really impressive. Yeah, so we are creating a very conducive environment for our kids in the slum. Yeah. So when they come, they can feel very free and very comfortable, peace and all that. You know, when I was mm. uh, when I was researching uh, about haven, then I saw the description. Haven, you described it as a safe and refuge place for children mm-hmm. with support educational needs, welfare, that is clothing and food, mm-hmm. well-being and social skills. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really, it's really powerful. And, and and I know there's a lot that goes beyond that definition True. or that description. And I'd like you to talk a little bit about it. At Havens, we want to make kids uh, comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want to, well, we, we cannot do, we cannot do anything you cannot stretch your hands to something if there is n- there's no love so we first build this love we first build a home yeah after putting up this house or rather this home yeah now through this uh, now in this home we want to ensure that it has all these things inside it like social social skills we want to ensure that uh, we we train uh, our kids or uh, in in uh, public speaking uh, effective communications like uh assertiveness and uh just social skills yeah how to live in this society mm-hmm. yeah we also this home should also spread love to our kids and all that and also it should be a place where at least when one comes in empty at least there is, uh, he can he or she can walk out with something get it yeah mm-hmm. a, pla- a, pla- a place where there's food there is a provision of education there is a there is uh, social activities done and all that. And also there are things like uh, sanitized towels for our girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one home should be able to provide all these to our boys and girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we may give out ta- uh, sanitized towels. We may give out clothing. We may give out all these things. Okay, get, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that we want to put our children's home. No. I don't advocate for children institutional institutions. Yeah, I prefer uh, uh, I I prefer like uh, like mentoring these kids and then reuniting them with their family back. Yeah, so this uh, our, our operation point should, uh, uh, we intend we intend it to to as in to to take care of these kids in all those ways that I've mentioned. Yes. Okay. Mm. No, uh, that that makes a lot of a lot of sense. So the the idea is come to this haven of ours. Let's have fun. Let's play. Let's connect. Let me teach you how to become a better public speaker. Let me show you how to connect with others. Mm-hmm. But I need you to know to go home and practice that as well. Yes. So that at least okay, you know, time passes, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we will not be here forever. We are only here for some time. And uh, there'll be kids again tomorrow with special needs, with different kind of needs. And again, there'll be need of someone who will take care of these kids. And that's why my desire is just to see someone out of our many kids. If I see only one child become a child rights activist, then that one will be my dream come true. My vision would have been fulfilled seeing that one child because after I'm gone, he'll continue with the vision. Not necessarily through havens or, or hands of help, but through their own initiative, I encourage such. Thank you, Ken. Um, let's unpack. 
Podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime, and we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. This word, child activist. I want you to think of it from a layman who thinks an activist is, you know, the guy who goes on the streets, you know, um, <laughs> like Boniface Mwangi who will take, will take uh, uh, pigs to parliament. When, when you're talking about child activism, like, can you break it down? Like, what is that? Okay. Well, uh, there are so many things in our communities that happens, yeah? But everyone is too blind to see, Yeah. We have seen uh, children being physically abused. But who speaks? Oh, man. Yesterday I saw one mm-hmm. which was very frustrating. I think this woman, I don't know what was wrong with her. I think Alitoa Macho was very frustrating. It was very frustrating to see it. Like this guy, this baby, this kid. And he's, he's a small kid. I'm, I'm sure Akani Mkubwa Sana is maybe five or six years. Mm-hmm. It was so... Like you could see the eye metolewa and the guys the kid is bleeding. I don't know if I'm over exaggerating because I could not sit I could not really complete watching it, but it was really yeah. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. (laughs) Well, so such thing uh, happens in a society, but people are too busy looking for bread. Nobody is concerned about that. I know so. You get it? Yeah, so for us to for I to call myself a child rights activist. I follow up such like issues. I, uh, whenever such issue, issues happen, maybe physical abuse or uh, sexual abuse and all such like things, yeah, I'll take them right to the local authority. That's the, ch- the sub chief in our area. I'll report the issue, and then uh, uh, I'll do my level best for the for the perpetrator to be as in to be arrested, yeah and justice to be served to this child. Mm. So, such like issue, if there's a child that's not going to school, and yet the government has given us a free primary education, I'll follow up such like issue with the parents, hey, why is he or she not in school? Please let us take this child to school. You get that, yeah. So, in that small way, that's how we, uh, that's how we are, uh, uh, we are activating for, as in for the rights of these children, yeah? Yeah, physical abuse, any kind of abuse, yeah, we report. Yeah, we, we want to show that our kids are safe in our communities, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because many things happen uh, behind the curtains and if, and some, uh, and, and uh, oh, okay, some are exposed, but again, who takes the issue to the next, uh, to the authority? Nobody, because people want to mind their business, people don't want to create grudges and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want to create grudges, yet a child, an innocent person somewhere is suffering, Yet we are covering up. It is not right. So this is what I do okay. in Kasabuni. Do you ever get threats by parents? Yes. Like, yes. Wangu. yes. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go about that? Yes. And, and what gives you uh, like the strength of going back again tomorrow despite that? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I've faced so many things in that uh, doing this job. Yeah, mm. I've faced a lot of threats. And uh, I've also learned a lot of things, yeah? Whenever you see an abuse uh, happening somewhere, you don't just go there and I'm going to solve it and all that. No. You be wise. You report first. And then you let the authority 
go uh, follow up not you because when you follow up you know you work here you stay here so you can also endanger your life and all that yeah mm-hmm. but uh we have we have we have had issues with some parents like mtoni wangu what are you telling me yeah yeah and so all all i do is just to report we report and then i follow up hey madam chief did you do did you follow up that ki- that case yeah we are following it up so and so was arrested we forced this woman take the child to school and all that yeah and so i become an enemy of the people but again on the other end i'm doing at least the right thing yeah yes yes yeah so i've lost friends of course i've lost friends uh to some people um i'm this bad guy that they don't they don't want to see yeah but uh i know to these children maybe i, I i'm a savior yeah yeah so we live with some of these threats we just live with them only only that uh if this person comes to your office to threaten you and all that you don't argue you don't say anything you just calm down relax and the best that you can do is just report yeah yeah and that's why we are trying to look for also partners like uh children's right act uh, uh rights uh, organizations mm-hmm. and i'm glad that we are part of uh, Nairobi child protection uh, protection team yeah mm-hmm. so when the issue is just too hard for us we now escalate it to some other higher authorities mm. yes Bef- before we co- uh, i'd like to really talk about how the organization the havens run specifically but before that i noticed you also this what is lsg sky chef oh <laughs> well uh huh Mm, LS, LSG is a German uh, company uh, that is handling uh, doing tray setting and meals for an airline company called KLM. Uh, that's a airline. That, that's a Netherlands airline. Yeah, yeah. I've worked there. Well, you know this uh, activism job. Uh, at the moment, do not uh, we don't fully depend on it, because apart from these kids, you also have. Your personal deeds and all that yeah and nobody will come there to 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 supply your needs yeah in the name of you are you are doing this job so at so some extent you have to also get something to do to make you also get some few income that you'll use to run the organization and also sort your issues yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I, w- i worked for that as for that company as a flight attendant handling klm and martin air Okay. Yeah, it's a airline company, catering company based in Terminal 2 of JKIA. Ah, okay. You yes. still there? No, 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 okay. no. Okay. I left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually that that was whatever you've answered sort of led to the question I had for you next in terms of how do you really fund the facility because I'm trying to think of running haven you guys have an office, you have kids coming to the place, you ensuring that they have this. So other than so most of the most of the funding does it come from what you make as a person like your own income yes uh i'm so humble to say that uh i am the i'm the the main benefactor of this organization yes because uh i do my hustle or whatever and then the little i get i use like over 50% to run the initiative okay. currently we do not have uh, benefactors uh, but uh we are running this initiative through uh through uh, raising funds or through our facebook platforms mm. talking to friends yeah get a uh, few funds and then you put it into into the uh, into operations of this initiative yeah mm. yep okay that's really you know 
I can t- I can tell you one thing for sure. When when I first met you and when you described what you did, and now the second time when we also again started talking and I started doing a bit of research on on uh, on on what you do, one one song kept ringing in my head. Anytime I would read, them, like this song kept on ringing in my head. Can you guess what song it is? It's by Michael Jackson. Hold my hands. Okay, <laughs> close. Not that one. Um, not that one. Heal the world. Oh, make it a better place uh-huh, uh-huh, for you. Uh-huh. And, and anytime I was I was doing it, I was like thinking about it because because he actually describes it and he says make a better place for me and for you and every other person, mm-hmm. every other mm-hmm. human race. And it just kept on ringing. And I and I, and I said I'm going to really ask you this question. And I also get your perspective when you hear the phrase heal the world. Like what does it mean to you? Ah. Uh, the moment we'll find a place to secure as in to put as in to 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 put these kids all of them take them out of our streets yeah then to my opinion we'll have healed the world yes yeah there's so many issues like uh the issues of uh of mental health right now is coming yeah and uh people are walking people are eating very well that balance that and the working the earning but in their secret places they are undergoing issues they are suffering inter- internally yeah the issues that they are undergoing yeah and so if such issues are solved if pe- if these people open up and such issues are solved to me i'll say that the world is healed, healed. because the world is not the world without human beings that's correct yes so that will be my opinion Wow. And and you you're healing the world in your own way with having you're taking in kids, you're reporting kids who are being mistreated. And I'd like and I really want to for you to also extend an opportunity to someone who's listening to you right now, yeah. the person who's listening. Um how can how can he or she how this person listening, how can he or she also heal the world and maybe through having mm-hmm. if they want to. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we are we have opened our door for friends that I would like to be part of us. Yeah, they can be part of us in the following ways. Uh, one can be our, our pillar by by just being a, a volunteer at our office. Uh, one can be our pillar or rather part of us by uh, deciding to stand to stand uh, with one child that is sponsoring one child sponsoring one child does not mean that now you will be sending every uh, uh, maybe thousands of money every single month no maybe you can come and identify identify a child and get to know their needs and say that maybe every single month I'll be buying this girl a packet of Saint Itawel that is sponsoring one child one or two or many or even 10 if you if you can yeah you can also be our pillar and our partner by deciding to assisting us pay our our monthly our monthly uh, office rents because indeed we, we must have an, an operating point we cannot operate from the clouds or maybe in facebook no we have to operate in somewhere physical in a physical area yeah so it's uh it's not easy paying such uh, uh that rent so maybe you can be part of us and support us and pay that rent you can be part of us by donating us used but wearable clothes yeah if maybe you you know you, you may have uh you may have uh something that you do not use very much yeah mm. 
but you don't need it very much but someone else needs it the most for example you may have two pairs pairs of shoes but this one you don't i don't prefer it yeah you as in you prefer maybe throwing it away yeah but you know that shoes maybe you've helped someone else somewhere so you can donate such used but wearable clothes to our organization we really appreciate such yes we can you can also be our partner by donating us or supporting us with the uh, dry food stuffs yeah either weekly daily monthly yeah as you will or rather as you wish and uh you are you're also welcome to share with us your ideas i've never for for the period of time i've listened to this i've never heard someone break it down to the specifics that you have mm-hmm. I, i'll be honest with you um i've never like you're very specific and if you can come volunteer help us do something if you can please come and sponsor a kid you know come assist us pay our office bills like you're very specific and and the other thing that stood out to me was used but wearable clothes and and, and like you know i've done this mm-hmm. like because you have clothes that are torn you're like mm-hmm. ah, let's mm-hmm. take this to let's have I've done that mm-hmm. and a friend of mine actually helped me see perspective because I thought I was doing something good, right? Mm. But the friend of men asked me, "So who is Ivaji Meraruka? Mbona nataka mwingine akavae?" Then now you think you're helping. Mm-hmm. It was very embarrassing, mm. but I'm glad we had that conversation because it it helped me see perspective because like any other Kenyan would be like, "Ah, sinilipeleka." You know it's like nililipa sadaka Mungu anafani bariki, you know. Yeah, so used but wearable clothes. Okay. Yes so ndogo you can take it to the, then food stuff then if you have ideas you also welcome people to come yes. and share them mm. at the facility and this is kasabun yes all right thank you so much that's quite specific a few more questions like so far when you look back and maybe i'll want if you can maybe pick a case mm. and just talk a bit about it mm. when you look back at whatever that you've done over these years since 2015 like what's that one thing that you can say like or like what are some of those things you can look back and say like okay I'm really really proud of this okay well there are there's this case that uh, inspires me so much yeah there's this lady girl by the name Irene yeah uh Irene was back home set to go as into set for forced marriage Yeah and she was just a child below 18 years yeah so her guardian spoke to me that please uh, consider this girl and i was like how you know we already have so many needs now how do we add yeah someone and uh, you know she insisted and i i lacked peace yeah i lacked peace i, I had struggles within me and so i was like no no send her transport let her come i began speaking to friends and uh, i'm grateful for this lady by the name elizabeth from giraffe project who enabled me like uh link her with this girl so we took this girl to school we bought her new shoes we bought her school uniform and then uh we paid admission fee and then uh she was uh, admitted at giraffe educational center yeah oh. that is in machakos it's impressive and, yeah and uh, and uh, she acquired education and uh, last year she did her K- uh, final examination and she of course passed wow amazing and uh, you know she's also she has, she has begun doing the same thing that i'm doing to this as in to 
to to the community and honestly uh, as in i feel I, like i feel so much proud that despite of the struggles that we've been through so many struggles at least there's one life if not two or three at least there's one life that has been impacted and at least there's a, a light a, a light coming from at least somewhere. somewhere yeah so that's one case that whenever i feel like giving up i i look at that situation i i, I look at that girl and i'm like no let me just continue doing this job yeah Oh, her life transformed and i'm grateful to god and even her garden have been calling me even to date oh gosh Ken, oh thank you so much thank you so much and i'm like no it's just god it is god yeah that's her life changed she's not married she's becoming a child rights activist and she passed now waiting to join uh maybe a campus maybe a campus yeah we know that god will provide resources he will yes he will thank you that's amazing mm-hmm. You know I usually I usually used to have a theory and you sort of what you're doing as sort of like the the case you've described mm-hmm. as sort of uh, validated my theory. I used to have this thinking that if you want a better world, mm-hmm. if you want a better world tomorrow, mm-hmm. it starts by how you're treating kids today. Correct. Because I think if you treat a kid look at them like look at the likes of the people who became serial killers if i can pinpoint mm-hmm. one and say mm-hmm. Ted Bundy he had a good he had a bad relationship growing up mm-hmm. with the mom mm-hmm. if you look at other people who grew up with a different kind of a relationship you see that as well as they grow up okay mm-hmm. because i think narcissists are actually created by by people the kind of relationship someone has when they're growing up so you've really val- validated that i'm really happy irene thank you mm-hmm. she she has grown up to become you know something better you know than what could have happened in the case yes. if you could have not picked <laughs> up the phone <laughs> good job good job wow, that's really so amazing mm. talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges that you undergo through on your day-to-day operations mm-hmm. well uh our main main challenge is uh we do not have enough volunteers there's a lots of lots of work to be done however volunteers we, we are short of volunteers that's the main challenge people someone will come for two three days uh maybe a month volunteer and then you know when they are volunteering they are coming from somewhere yeah they're going back somewhere in the evening yeah and they're handling different cases and some requires traveling to different destinations and all that so sometimes we are frustrated because you're not able to sustain them within the organization so we we are forced to let them go okay yeah be, yeah because we do not meet like uh, the, the the basic needs that they require for this job that's number one thing and then number two challenge is uh, uh the community the community to some extent has uh, embraced us whereas uh some pa- some parents within like uh you know they call uh, these sort of names and all that because depending because of the cases that we've handled yeah it's another challenge yeah so you are like uh, okay these guys are wasting our time they the the like the like want to strong come to our and all that yeah you need to come strong and all that but this child at home is not comfortable so whenever we come we, we try to we try to we try like to be a solution maybe to 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 ensure that uh, this kid is comfortable and all that some parents not appreciate that yeah yeah so you just many things happened yeah so it's another challenge also and then our another challenge is finances because all this job requires finances mm-hmm. yeah so without finances as in running this initial uh, our program is not easy and all that yeah yeah 
Yes, so those are our main challenges. Main yeah. challenges. Mm. And like you said before, you still need volunteers. Yes. You need people to support you in terms of finances, especially running mm. the keeping oh. the lights up. Yes. And also um you know sponsoring certain kids. Yes. There is a something that you've mentioned. I don't know if I got it correctly. The stigma bit of it. It's like the community where you guys are. There's a bit of the organization has, has been sort of stigmatized. Is that what you're trying to say? Mm. Yeah. Can you talk uh, like I'm yeah. sorry, I think I kind of missed that. Yeah. Uh okay, you know, uh you know they say in the Bible that a prophet is not acknowledged at uh at, yes. uh, at his homeland, yeah. Yes. And uh, you know, we began there and we are still there and we're focusing on that community. Yeah. And we've handled so many delicate cases. And there was even this woman that came to our office because she had physically abused a child and tried to alama kila mali, and uh, so we reported, and then she came to bribe us with 20,000. Of course, we were in need of money, but this is a case. A child is there seated in our office desk. So we never took the money. Yeah, we we ensured that this child got justice, yeah. And this woman was arrested. However, you know, she has boys, yeah. And, you know, there's been, like, sometimes, like the other day, uh, just before, that's, uh, just after COVID-19 broke in, uh, broke out, I mean, uh, you know our office uh you know you know people stole from us yeah all uh most of our office things yeah yeah and uh, these people are people from this community and people that uh maybe to some extent we have had encounters maybe doing the wrong thing and now they'll send boys to do funny things and yeah like uh, we were robbed many things in our offices in our office yeah and that's why we've been planning to relocate our office somewhere safer but still focus on the same community However, just uh, locate our office somewhere safer, yeah, because uh, it is not very safe. As he, because uh, as uh, it may seems to be, it's not very safe because we are handling different delicate cases. You know, for a second there was I got a bit mad and annoyed that the people will come and steal from an organization yeah. that is support. <laughs> it's like go, okay, anyway, let me. <laughs> <laughs> let Such me. happens, yeah. yeah. It happens, yeah. You know, our office is near Yamabati, yeah, mm. yeah. So those guys broke in and they took a few things, and uh, yeah, they went. And uh, from reliable sources, the people that we have reported that now are doing this uh, just kind of revenge from uh, us taking up the cases to the next authority and all that, yeah. But we are still strong. We are still in this job because at the end of the day, we are not trying to create an enmity here. We are only trying to create a safe society for everyone. Yeah. Yes. Wow, Paul Asana, mm. that's really... I'm just trying to think, and uh, mm. why would someone steal mm. from an organization that is trying to help kids? Mm. You know, this is... Okay, anyway. Something else that I noticed you do was... Uh, now, thank you so much for sharing the story about your organization okay. and also being honest and candid about your own personal life. You're welcome. Something that you also do uh, is public speaking, yes. which you also pass it down. And yes. actually, some amazing pictures of you in various institutions talking to oh. young, young, young students uh, about um, about public uh, about. I, I, okay, it wasn't a video, but I want to assume you are trying to motivate <laughs> them to do well in their exams. I don't know. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's mm. something that I, I could pick up. Mm. For, how has this been for you? Um, and what can you say about the reception? How is it like for you starting public speaking your journey? And have you, are you seeing any impact mm -hmm. uh, from what conversations you have? Well, uh, well, uh, 
some people have heard our, my story and some have watched my interview, interviews in different uh, TV stations. And uh, through such, uh, I've been privileged to get some, uh, some invitations to go speak to different schools and all that. Just speak your life. Yeah, just to, just to challenge at least one person, if not all of them, yeah? So it has been, um, it is something that uh, has worked well for me. Yeah, because whenever, whenever I get an invitation, I make sure that I deliver. God enables me, yeah, and it has been a journey. It has been a journey full of uh, research and uh, being honest, yeah. Because uh, you have to, okay, uh, okay. You know, you know, some people may lie because they are ashamed of the kind of life that they have lived, yeah, yeah how they were brought up. They're not proud of that, of that, yeah. But uh, once you have accepted, and so you speak about it con- uh, con- comfortably and confidently. At least you help someone. So it has worked well for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I have been, uh, I've been going to different schools to speak to different uh, kids, uh, pupil students, just to motivate them. Yeah, just motivate them, just to tell them that even if you get a D, that D minus is not the end of life. You can still do great things. Actually, I got a D plus in KCAC, but that D plus does not define my. My, my my potential yes i am beyond that g plus yeah yeah but that is whatever the paper reflects yeah and so there's so many people that uh maybe you maybe you got uh, you fail in like in cases and all that but uh now you tend to lose hope in life no life has so much more than a d plus or or, or e mm-hmm. yeah 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 so i do that yeah there is a uh but again, I'm not. I'm not trying to, uh, to advocate for people to be lazy and fail examinations. Yeah, you have yeah to for that, sure. Yeah. You have to, yeah. yeah, because life outside life outside here is not very easy. It's very hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very hard. Yeah, so you have to stay focused. You have to work hard. You have to give it your best. Yeah, yeah. So I motivate kids. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime. And we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. No, that's really awesome. And, and, and I like the fact that... Uh you're saying you're, and I don't know how we got to the point where by whatever you score in your exam sort of defines who you become. Because mm. I think as a country, we sort of, uh, we, we kind of got lost in that delusion whereby like mm. whatever you score is what mm. determines what you really become. And, and and the moment you see that paper, it's an E, you feel frustrated and that sort of defines the kind of person you become. Mm. And, but I'm really happy with what I've seen this year. I've noticed that even more students don't even want to go to university. Mm. They're opting to go to technical, technical institutes. Yes. Which is, uh, if you ask me, I was impressed because mm. c- our universities are not really. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Center of excellence. Well, you they know, are mm. in the sense what I mean is you don't really have to go to university for you to have the kind of life you want. So, sometimes you, you have to go through selling charcoal mm. sometimes you have to go through mm. and i mean you're doing amazing true, 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 true. stuff and, and i'm sure whatever you're doing literally is really influenced with whatever happened in high school true. right yeah like you know dixon uh 
you know, education, you know, our parents told us that education is the only key to success. That's what we were brought up knowing. Yes. And that's why whenever one, uh, whenever one failed examination, they will be like, no, all is gone. I've lost it all. No, no. And then suffering begins from that point because it's, it sticks in, a, in your mind, yeah. In mind, My huh? key is lost. Yeah. Uh-huh. But but now, but to uh, to us, what we believe nowadays is that education is just one of the keys to success. Success. There are several other keys. Education is just one of them. For example, uh, well, education is very it's essential. By the way, you have to. Uh, you need to know how to read and yeah, write. It's essential, yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, there are still so many things that you can do and succeed in this life. Yeah, like for this sure. Guy, uh, uh, this guy that was church selling charcoals. Janga uh, no, Karume. Janga Karume. Yeah. yeah. You know he he died right. Yes. He died a millionaire right. Yeah. But he began from nothing, no education, nothing at all. Yeah. And then he employed graduates. Graduates. Yeah? Educated. And then people, he was yeah. able to go back to school. You get it? Yeah. So. Uh, failing in in, in 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 examination does not mean that now you have failed in life, yeah. However, there is a need to working harder, yeah, and ensure that you pass. Yeah. If you can pass, go ahead and pass. Yeah, yes. yeah. And if you fail, that does not define your life. Yes. Two more questions, then. I think this has been very informative. Two more questions, then yes, I, I can let you <laughs> uh, go back and run continue doing the amazing stuff mm. so i just need you to thank a few people who've helped you get mm. to this place mm. where you mm. are mm. Uh, so in addition to george who else would you like to mm. to really big up and appreciate you know the far that mm. you've been and have in itself well uh, i'd like to acknowledge one florence mredi you know come to singer yeah florence mredi has been just i don't know how to describe her a great help god sent yeah actually <laughs> She, she 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 touched my life more than she touched the initiative that today I'm running, and so I'm grateful to her. Whatever she is, may God give her more grace and and uh, and uh, favor. I also, want to thank uh, Helen Helen Teule. She has been uh, she has been a help a great help to us, and also my pastor Pastor Julia Sisi, who has been a great motivation and a great support. And there are, and every volunteers that has ever come to our office and giving us given us uh, maybe anything. Honestly, this for means a lot to us, yeah. I can't forget to thank Masika Mande and um, Kelly, Kelly Clutch from the U.S. This lady has been amazing, and I really thank God for her as well. And then finally, there is a lady by the name Emma. Emma has been a great support. Whatever they are, may God increase them, favor them, yeah, and bless them. Awesome. Mm. Thank you, Helen, Florence, Marcy, George, for the amazing uh, you know everything amazing you've done and Clay, kelly, kelly kelly right yes, <laughs> yeah. kelly. for the amazing mm. stuff you've done i mean it has been inspirational to to have have and start before the last question you s- for someone who you know with covid restrictions and all that of someone who cannot come to your office how can they is there a way they can maybe if they want to send some money if they want i don't know maybe is there a way they can volunteer online like mm. for those who are maybe restrained by by distance mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Well, uh, we we are trying to to put up an online board of this initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a group of people that, that that can that will be meeting to discuss as in uh, the issues of this initiative. Yeah, so one can volunteer. Can just write to us. I'm going to give uh, out details. I can just write to us, mm-hmm. and um, they can become a part of our board. Yeah, yeah. Also, people can support us uh, via the following number. Uh, zero seven twenty 
0551-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576-0079-0051-576